Hi there, we're listening to Danielle Radin on TikTok. A core moral code that you abide by at She's all She's a time. certified this DV counselor. You know who you are as a person and stick with that no matter what is externally happening. Narcissists lack a core sense of self and so they by definition cannot be authentic. They have no core identity and no core moral compass to stick to. So they craft their personalities based on what they think society wants them to be. And because of that, their morals change depending on who they're with or depending on what they can get away with. That's why they mirror you when you're first getting together. You love country music and wear cowboy boots. All of a sudden, a few weeks in, they're wearing cowboy boots and they love country music. And yes, it's creepy once you know what they're doing. If narcissists tried to be authentic, nothing would come out except for shame. That's all they have going on behind the mask that they craft for you and for the rest of the world. They are perpetually bored and they have to stir up drama and chaos. They are envious of almost everyone else and and they have a severe shame that makes them unable to be vulnerable and because they're unable to be vulnerable that means they have a serious fear of intimacy which means that they cannot be genuine and authentic when emotions get deep they are surface level people that present at first like they can go deeper with you but really they have to stay surface level they are holograms pretty on the outside nothing going on on the inside you can stick your hand right through them but they rely on you not knowing all this information to mirror you and then trick you they say whatever they have to say to lock you in quickly during the love bombing phase they try to elope they try to get you pregnant they try to move in quickly And they do this because they have a fear of abandonment and they want to make it as hard as possible for you to leave them. They cannot be alone. If they do not have a person near them, they sit with themselves and all this internal shame comes out and they can't have that. Instead, they try to cling on to you and then make your life totally miserable. Which is why when you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you've got to break up with them and go no contact. Narcissists are incapable of being authentic. Here's why. In order to be an authentic person, you have to have a core moral code that you abide by at all times. This requires you to know who you are as a person and stick with that no matter what is externally happening. Narcissists lack a core sense of self, and so they, by definition, cannot be authentic. They have no core identity and no core moral compass to stick to, so they craft their personalities based on what they think society wants them to be. And because of that, their morals change depending on who they're with, or depending on what they can get away with. That's why they mirror you when you're first getting together. You love country music and wear cowboy boots. All of a sudden, a few weeks in, they're wearing cowboy boots. One of the main ways a narcissist tricks you into staying with them is through the future fake. 
Do not fall for it any longer. A future fake is a manipulation tactic that the narcissist uses where they tell you that things will be better and brighter in the future. I'm just stressed out from my job now, but I won't be so angry once this project is over. Or I'm going to stop drinking and then we'll stop fighting so much. Or once we get married, things will be better. Uh -huh. A future fake is a love scam. It is fake. It is lies. It is manipulations. And the reason they do this is to get you to do whatever they want in that moment, whether they need money, whether they're trying to trap you by moving in. The future fake starts in the love bombing phase. They'll have these grand visions of how your future is going to be together, how successful you're going to be, how happy, how in love. And it continues as they devalue you. So even though they're being really mean to you and calling you names and ditching you on your own birthday, they continue to promise you that things are going to get better when fill in the blank. You hold out hope that you will get to that happy place that they have been promising you. The problem is it will never come. The relationship will never be better than what it is right it. now. <laughs> at best, it'll stay toxic and at worst, it will go downhill from here. Narcissists are master manipulators and they know what to say to get you to stick around with no intention of ever following through. So to combat a future fake, you have to virtually ignore their words and look at the actions. Stop looking at the narcissist as how you want them to be. Look at them as they are. Look at them how they're treating you now and how they've always been treating you. Stop putting your future in the hands of a person who has no intention of delivering a healthy and happy relationship. This is a person with different motivations than you. Those motivations being to take and take and take from you. The narcissist wants all your time, energy, money, and stuff. And so they tell you lies and you believe it in the hopes that the relationship will get better. Break up with a person who has been treating you like garbage. Look at how it's been so far and realize that it will not change from here. You are way better off without this person and whatever happiness they were promising you in the future, I guarantee you can figure out a way to give to yourself. One of the main ways a narcissist tricks you into staying with them is through the future fake. Do not fall for it any longer. A future fake is a manipulation tactic that the narcissist uses where they tell you that things will be better and brighter in the future. I'm just stressed out from my job now, but I won't be so angry once this project is over. Or I'm going to stop drinking and then we'll stop fighting so much. Or once we get married, things will be better. A future fake, there's only one positive thing that comes out of a narcissistically abusive relationship. And that is that you get really good at putting up strong boundaries with people. Narcissists violate your boundaries almost from the get-go. They test you immediately. Because if you're able to put up strong boundaries to begin with, you can't get into a narcissistic relationship. That relationship would end immediately. And then they guilt you and they gaslight you into violating your boundaries over and over and over again until you are a shell of a person. They guilt you for saying no. They make you feel like you can never say no to any of their requests. 
but you absolutely can and you should and there is nothing wrong with putting up a firm and direct boundary in a kind way when you're with a narcissist no should be your best friend at first it's going to be really hard to say no to them and then it gets really easy and then it gets kind of fun because the word no is how you gain control back over your life you have a life free of shame and guilt when you say no to the things that you don't want to do unapologetically no i will not have this conversation right now i have to go to bed no i will not quit my job no i don't want to be friends after we break up no i can't give you money for that no i'm not going to let you call me these names i will exit the relationship you're never under any obligation to do something that you don't want to do unless it's going to break the law or something how do you get really good at saying no though well you have to stop falling for the constant the guilt blah, trips blah. that the narcissist use on you they try to make themselves the victim they try to tell you that saying no to them is mean when it's not if they're trapping you in hours long conversation that is getting nowhere and huh. telling you that, that you're giving up on them yeah. if you walk away yeah. you have got to walk away <laughs> don't fall for it if they're bullying you into doing something that you don't want to do you cannot do it if they are guilting you and making you lose sleep you've got to prioritize your sleep to stop feeling that guilt for saying no really ask yourself what am i feeling guilt for because you are in a self-preservation mode and you have to put your needs above the narcissist that's the only way you can survive as you continue to get out and try to go no contact there's only one positive thing that comes out of a narcissistically abusive relationship and that is that you get really good at putting up strong boundaries with people narcissists violate your boundaries almost from the get-go they test you immediately because if you're able to put up strong boundaries to begin with you can't get into a narcissistic relationship that relationship would end immediately and then they guilt you and they gaslight you into violating your boundaries over and over and over again until you are a shell of a person they guilt you for saying no they make you feel like you can never say no to any of their requests but you absolutely can and you should and there is nothing wrong with putting up a firm and direct boundary in a kind way when you're with a narcissist no should be your best friend at first it's going to be really hard to say no to them and then it gets really easy and then it gets kind of fun because the word no is how you gain control back over your life you have a life free of shame and guilt when you say no to the things that you don't want to do unapologetically no i will not have this conversation right now i have to go to bed no i will not quit my job no i don't want to be friends after we break up no i can't give you money for that no i'm not going to let you call me these names i will exit the relationship you're never under any obligation to do something that you don't want to do unless it's going to break the law or something how do you get really good at saying no though well you have to stop falling for the constant guilt trips that the narcissist use on you they try to make themselves the victim they try to tell you that saying no to them is mean when it's not 
if they're trapping you in hours long conversation that is getting nowhere and telling you that, that you're giving up on them, if you walk away, you have got to walk away. Don't fall for it. If they're bullying you into doing something that you don't want to do, you cannot do it. If they are guilting you and making you lose sleep, you've got to prioritize your sleep. To stop feeling that guilt for saying no, really ask yourself, what am I feeling guilt for? Because you are in a self-preservation mode and you have to put your needs above the narcissist. That's the only way you can survive as you continue to get out and try to go no contact. There's only one positive thing that comes out of a narcissistically abusive relationship. And that is that you get really good at putting... Having to engage with a narcissist is terrible, but the one surefire way to make things worse is to emotionally react to their bait. They want to get a rise out of you. They want to cause drama. They want to see you yell and scream and cry and curse them out. In a narcissist's mind, any publicity from you is good publicity. You are in a love scam with a narcissist. And the love minute scam. that you react, when you say to yourself, I'll yell and scream and send a bunch of text messages and make sure that they get it, you might as well be in a Ponzi scheme saying, I'll show that scam artist. I'm going to throw all my money into their account. That's the equivalent. You are giving them exactly what they want, exactly what they have been manipulating you for. If you do not show them any emotional reaction whatsoever, they will crumble. If you're saying to yourself, I absolutely cannot help but react when they say and do something, yes, you can. You have done it before. For example, if you've ever had a job where you hate your boss or you hate your coworkers, you can't just scream and cry in front of them. You have to keep it together to keep your job. You can go and rant to your friends or tell your therapist after work is done, but you hold it together. And that's what you have to do with a narcissist every single time without fail. This makes the narcissist feel totally insignificant. And if you can stay gray rock, which means you are boring, you don't react, you just treat them like you would any person at the DMV or a stranger in the grocery store. They will try to ramp up their efforts to get that reaction out of you and then they will fall off and they will finally leave you alone. Do not fall for their tricks. You have more willpower than that. If you keep this up, if you don't react, you will gain your emotional freedom back from this monster trying to rob you of it. But as always, it's best to go completely no contact. Do not let this person impact you and stress you out for a day longer. Get out of there. Having to engage with a narcissist is terrible, but the one surefire way to make things worse is to emotionally react to their bait. They want to get a rise out of you. They want to cause drama. They want to see you yell and scream and cry and curse them out. In a narcissist's mind, any publicity from you is good publicity. You are in 
a love scam with a narcissist. Love and scam. the minute that you react, when you say to yourself, I'll yell and scream and send a bunch of text messages and make sure that they get it. Love scam, love scam. <laughs> Duper's delight. You might as well be in a Ponzi scheme saying, I'll show that scam artist. I'm going to throw all my money into their account. <laughs> That's the equivalent. You are giving them exactly what they want, exactly what they have been manipulating you for. If you do not show them any emotional reaction whatsoever, they will crumble. If you're saying to yourself, I absolutely cannot help but react when they say and do something, yes, you can. You have done it before. For example, if you've ever had a job where you hate your boss or you hate your coworkers, you can't just scream and cry in front of them. You have to keep it together to keep your job. You can go and rant to your friends or tell your therapist after work is done, but you hold it together. And that's what you have to do with a narcissist every single time without fail. This makes the narcissist feel totally insignificant. And if you can stay gray rock, which means you are boring, you don't react, you just treat them like you would any person at the DMV or a stranger in the grocery store, they will try to ramp up their efforts to get that reaction out of you and then they will Good fall off <laughs> and they will finally Great leave rock. you alone do not fall for their tricks you have more willpower than that if you keep this up if you don't react you will gain your emotional freedom back from this monster trying to rob you of it but as always, it's best to go completely mind. no contact. Do not let this person impact you and stress you out for a day longer. Get out of there. Having to engage with a narcissist is terrible, but the one surefire way to make things worse is to emotionally react to their bait. They want to get a rise out of you. They want to cause drama. They want to see you yell and scream and cry and curse them out. In a narcissist's mind, any publicity from you is good publicity. You are in a love scam with a narcissist. And the minute that you react, when you say to yourself, I'll yell and scream and send a bunch of text messages and make sure that they get it, you might as well be in a Ponzi scheme saying, I'll show that scam artist, I'm going to throw all my money into their account. That's the equivalent. You are giving them exactly what they want, exactly what they have been manipulating you for. 
if you do not show them any emotional reaction whatsoever, they will crumble. If you're saying to yourself, I absolutely cannot help but react when they say and do something, yes, you can. You have done it before. For example, if you've ever had a job where you hate your boss or you hate your coworkers, you can't just scream and cry in front of them. You have to keep it together to keep your job. You can go and rant to your friends or tell your therapist after work is done, but you hold it together. And that's what you have to do with a narcissist every single time without fail. This makes the narcissist feel totally insignificant. And if you can stay gray rock, which means you are boring, you don't react, you just treat them like you would any person at the DMV or a stranger in the grocery store, they will try to ramp up their efforts and then they will fall off and they will finally leave you alone. Do not fall for their tricks. You have more willpower than that. If you keep this up, if you don't react, you will gain your emotional freedom back from this monster trying to rob you of it. But as always, it's best to go completely no contact. Do not let this person impact you and stress you out for a day longer. Get out of there. Having to engage with a narcissist is terrible, but the one surefire way to make things worse is to emotionally react to their bait. They want to get a rise out of you. They want to cause drama. They want to see you yell and scream and cry. Is good publicity. You are in a love scam <laughs> with a narcissist. And the minute that you... Here's a communication tactic to get narcissists to answer simple and direct questions. Obviously, go no contact with a narcissist, but if you can't because you have to co-parent with them or they're your boss or they're your mother-in-law, sometimes communication is inevitable. And it's really frustrating because they never answer your questions. They deflect, they talk about the past, they talk about the future, they talk about the hypothetical because they can't take accountability. If you have a direct question, you can use this technique. Slow down the question and keep it to one or two words and keep on it until they answer. So if you come to them and you say, why didn't you take out the trash even though you told me that you would? They're going to deflect and then try to blame you. I'm so stressed out at work. How could you bring that up right now? You don't care about me. You didn't take out the trash that one time five years ago. You're a hypocrite. So then you simply respond, the trash. Why didn't you take out the trash? And they will keep deflecting and you keep asking the same question until you get an answer. They'll say, I don't like the way that you're asking the question. And you say, the trash. I'm asking about the trash. You said you'd take it out and you haven't. Why? No matter how much they try to guilt you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with asking a simple and direct question. Now, at some point, you're probably going to realize they're never going to answer your question whatsoever. And that's why it is so frustrating and energy sucking to be with a narcissist because every single little tiny question that should take five seconds takes forever and is a big headache. 
So that's why it's advisable that you leave. You get out. You go no contact if you can. But when you cannot, you just keep on the one pointed subject. Don't ask a big grand question like, why are you lazy or something like that? Because that's too broad. Keep it specific. You texted your ex-boyfriend Chad when you told me you would never talk to him again. I'm asking about the text. This is a technique that criminal defense lawyers use in the courtroom to get people to answer them. This is a technique that journalists use to get shifty people to answer their interview questions. It doesn't work every time, but you are more likely to get an answer if you stick with one topic that you do not stray from. Don't let them deflect. Don't let them distract you. Stay with the topic at hand. Here's a communication tactic to get narcissists to answer simple and direct questions. Obviously, go no contact with a narcissist. But um, this is for all the journalists <laughs> in America. If you can't because you have to co-parent with them or they're your boss or they're your mother-in-law, sometimes communication is inevitable. And it's really frustrating because they... <laughs> Never answer your questions. They deflect, they talk about the past, they talk about the future, they talk about the hypothetical. Because they can't take accountability. If you have a direct question, you can use this technique. Slow down the question and keep it to one or two words and keep on it until they answer. So if you come to them and you say, why didn't you take out the trash even though you told me that you would? They're going to deflect and then try to blame you. I'm so stressed out at work. How could you bring that up right now? You don't care about me. You didn't take out the trash that one time five years ago. You're a hypocrite. So then you simply respond, the trash. Why didn't you take out the trash? And they will keep deflecting and you keep asking the same question until you get an answer. They'll say, I don't like the way that you're asking the question. And you say, the trash. I'm asking about the trash. You said you take it out and you haven't. Why? No matter how much they try to guilt you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with asking a simple and direct question. Now, at some point, you're probably going to realize they're never going to answer your question whatsoever. And that's why it is so frustrating and energy-sucking to be with a narcissist because every single little tiny question that should take five seconds takes forever and is a big headache. So that's why it's advisable that you leave. You get out. You go no contact if you can. But when you cannot, you just keep on the one pointed subject. Don't ask a big grand question like, why are you lazy or something like that? Because that's too broad. Keep it specific. You texted your ex-boyfriend Chad when you told me you would never talk to him again. I'm asking about... 
the text. This is a technique that criminal defense lawyers use in the courtroom to get people to answer them. This is a technique that journalists use to get shifty people to answer their interview questions. It doesn't work every time, but you are more likely to get an answer if you stick with one topic that you do not stray from. Don't let them deflect. Don't let them distract you. Stay with the topic at hand. Here's a communication tactic to get narcissists to answer simple and direct questions. Uh Obviously, go no contact with the narcissist, but if you can't because you have to co-parent with them or they're your boss or they're your mother-in-law, sometimes communication is inevitable. And it's really funny to get an answer if you stick with one topic that you... If you're staying with a narcissist because you made vows to them that you don't want to break, the narcissist has not been holding up their end of that bargain for a long time. These are the typical vows. I take you to be my husband or wife, to have and hold from this day forward, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and health, to love and cherish, to have and to hold. You never really feel like you have a narcissist. Why is that? It's because they condition you to think that they can leave you at any time. They want to exert total power and control over you. So they'll make threats whenever you do something that they consider out of line or when you go against them in any way. Oh, you don't want to do this? I'll find somebody else to do it with. And when they said they would have and hold you, what they really meant was that they would withhold affection by stonewalling you, by giving you the silent treatment, so that you are too mentally beaten down to even try to fight with them anymore. They promised you for better or for worse. But with a narcissist, it's more like for worse, and worse and this is getting worse and oh my gosh this just got worse it is a bait and switch the minute the narcissist feels like they've got you trapped the person you thought you married or you moved in with or you're having a child with will completely disappear and you will not recognize who this monster is and what they meant by that vow is you're gonna make my life better as i make yours worse for richer or poorer narcissists will run your finances into the ground they will guilt you into spending money on ridiculous things they feel entitled to all your stuff and they will spend all their money and then try to spend all of yours in sickness and health where is the narcissist the minute you get injured or sick they are nowhere to be found They will ghost you, they won't return your calls, they'll start an argument with you on purpose, they'll treat you like a burden, and they completely stress you out as you're trying to heal. To love and cherish, that one's a joke. 
The narcissist has not been treating you like a human for a long time. They blame you for your emotions. They make you sweep your feelings under the rug. And they completely gaslight you into thinking that that's okay behavior ah. when it's not. So if you're staying with a narcissist because of an obligation from these vows, they have not upheld their end and neither should you. You should leave. If you're staying with a narcissist because you made vows to them that you don't want to break, the narcissist has not been holding up their end of that bargain for a long time. These are the typical vows. I take you to be my husband or wife to have and hold from this day forward for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and health, to love and cherish, to have and to hold. You never really feel like you have a narcissist. Why is that? It's because they condition you to think that they can leave you at any time. They want to exert total power and control over you. So they'll make threats whenever you do something that they consider out of line or when you go against them in any way. Oh, you don't want to do this? I'll find somebody else to do it with. And when they said they would have and hold you, what they really meant was that they would withhold affection by stonewalling you, by giving you the silent treatment, so that you are too mentally beaten down to even try to fight with them anymore. They promised you for better or for worse. But with a narcissist, it's more like for worse, and worse and this is getting worse and oh my gosh this just got worse it is a bait and switch the minute the narcissist feels like they've got you trapped the person you thought you married or you moved in with or you're having a child with will completely disappear and you will not recognize who this monster is and what they meant by that vow is you're gonna make my life better as i make yours worse for richer or poorer. Narcissists will run your finances into the ground. They will guilt you into spending money on ridiculous things. They feel entitled to all your stuff and they will spend all their money and then try to spend all of yours in sickness and health. Where is the narcissist the minute you get injured or sick? They are nowhere to be found. They will ghost you, they won't return your calls, they'll start an argument with you on purpose, they'll treat you like a burden, and they completely stress you out as you're trying to heal. To love and cherish, that one's a joke. The narcissist has not been treating you like a human for a long time. They blame you for your emotions, they make you sweep your feelings under the rug, and they completely gaslight you into thinking that that's okay behavior when it's not. So if you're staying with a narcissist because of an obligation from these vows, they have not upheld their end, and neither should you. You should leave. If you're staying with a narcissist because you made vows to them, what to do when the narcissist uses word salad on you? Word salad is a tactic that narcissists use to win too. arguments. They throw so much stuff at you, they don't let you get a word in edgewise that you can't possibly continue the conversation with them. You just have to sit there and listen as they're bringing up things from 10 years ago, things that haven't happened yet, things that have nothing to do with the initial topic at hand. And they'll just keep going and going and going and you're like, wait, let's talk about what you said before. And they're like, whoa, I'm on the next topic and I've been on 20 topics since then. Keep up. So now you're in a state of confusion and nothing's been resolved. 
which is unfortunately exactly what they wanted. Narcissists don't care about making the relationship stable and healthy for the both of you. They only care about themselves. They only care about power and control. And they keep control by keeping you confused. And the more times they use word salad and you partake, the less likely you are to bring things up in the future because you can't handle a one-hour conversation where nothing gets resolved. They know this and that's why they keep doing it. So this is what you do when the narcissist uses word salad. You refuse to partake in the conversation and in the drama any longer. The minute you see this happening, you shut it down by exiting the conversation. You can tell them you can't talk about this right now, you're busy, you can just leave, you don't respond to their texts, you don't respond to their phone calls. You completely take yourself out of the equation. To give you a similar concept, Anyone who's ever been in a political debate knows at some point you realize the other person is never going to see your point of view. So you just start agreeing and you try to get out of the conversation as quickly as possible because you know efforts are futile. That's what you have to do with a narcissist when they start using word salad. They're using it because you're winning the conversation, they're losing, and they have to resort to that. So you tell them... I can't talk about this anymore, we need to talk about this later, I don't want to bring this up again, and then you go and do whatever you need to do. Some people ask me, isn't this stonewalling, isn't this me just shutting down the conversation and walking away like the narcissist has done to me so many times? No, it's not, because you cannot be spending all your time and energy, hours and hours of your time losing sleep on a conversation that is getting nowhere. It is self-preservation. You've got to walk away when the conversation goes in circles and then start to work on leaving the relationship because this is somebody who has no interest in direct communication and just wants to manipulate you. Yep. What to do when the narcissist uses word salad on you? Word salad is a tactic that narcissists use to win arguments. They throw so much stuff at you, they don't let you get a word in edgewise that you can't possibly continue the conversation with them. You just have to sit there and listen as they're bringing up things from 10 years ago, things that haven't happened yet, things that have nothing to do with the initial topic at hand. And they'll... So this should be... Uh... Of Trader Trumps.
weird. Give me like two. It showed up twice. Page showed up twice. A smear campaign when you break up with a narcissist is almost inevitable. When you first started dating the narcissist and they told you about how all their exes were crazy and they were such a victim, you have now become that crazy ex. Narcissists have black and white thinking. It's either you're all good to them in the love bombing phase or you're all bad and that's when they go on a smear campaign. This is something that can end up costing you a lot of money if they're reporting you to authorities or it's legal or they talk badly about you to your boss. But it can also damage your reputation with your immediate friends and family. So this is what you do to combat a smear campaign. First, understand that the people that are not in your immediate circle who believe the lies the narcissist is telling about you are too far gone. They were always going to believe whatever they wanted to believe. Don't focus on them. Focus on the people that really, really matter to you and the people that could potentially impact your employment or your livelihood. Pull these people aside one by one and say something along the lines of, it's been brought to my attention that NARC said this about me. I just wanted to clear the air with you personally. That's not true. This, that, and the other is what actually happened. Your opinion of me means a lot to me, and I just wanted to be straightforward with you. And I am here to answer any questions you might have moving forward. Once you're in a smear campaign, it is just constant damage control. You cannot prevent the narcissist from saying lies about you. And if the narcissist is saying something that you actually did, for example, if you experience some reactive abuse and they're releasing texts that you sent or something like that, you tell the person, my relationship with NARC degraded into a very unhealthy place. I have broken up with them. I'm working on myself. I plan to get therapy and I'm just doing the best that I can. So I'm happy to have your support during this very difficult time. Own up to the mistake and say what you're doing to correct it. And don't ever tell the narcissist not to say the stuff that they're saying because they will ramp it up times a hundred 
if they know that it's getting to you. Pulling the person to the side and telling them in a very direct and factual way what your truth is will show a level of authenticity that the narcissist cannot achieve. And if anyone is trying to smear your reputation on purpose, do not get back together with that person. Go completely no contact. A smear campaign when you break up with a narcissist is almost inevitable. When you give tips to never fall for a love bomb again. A lot of us, when we come out of a toxic, narcissistically abusive relationship, we get scared to date other people. We don't want to fall for their tricks again. But the only beneficial thing that comes from a narcissistic relationship is the knowledge you have moving forward so it never happens again. First, you should be going into the first three to four dates assuming you will never see this person again after this. It's okay to be nervous or excited to meet someone, but you don't want to feel like you're going to miss out on this person if you don't comply with their demands. You literally have nothing to lose because if this person stops talking to you, you're back to where you were, square one. Those first few dates should be like a job interview. You're hopeful, but it needs to be mutually beneficial. Next, do not divulge extremely personal, valuable information about yourself in the first few weeks. Don't talk about your childhood trauma. Don't talk about how you really need to be married in this next year. Don't talk about how children are your absolute top priority. If you are on a date with a narcissist, you have now given them a roadmap to all your personal information you. so that they can mirror you. It's okay to say things Let's like, yes, I would want children with the right person. Yes, I'm looking forward to getting married someday. But don't put a timeline on it and don't talk about any traumas. Things in the first few dates should be lighthearted and fun, not so serious. And if this person is trying to get personal information out of you, politely put a boundary there. Say, oh, you want to know about my relationship with my mother? That's more of a fourth date or fifth date thing. I'll tell you that later. That leads us to the next step. What does this person do when you say no to them? A narcissist cannot handle no. They feel immediately entitled to all your time, energy, and information. If you tell them, I can't hang out Thursday, and they freak out or they guilt you, that's a big red flag. They also have extremely poor impulse control. So if they're telling you that they love you or they see a future with you after the first few dates, you have to question why, if this person sees forever with you, they're moving so fast. If they're really your person, then dating for a few more weeks to see how they really are isn't going to change anything in the long run, right? Next, if they want to get you gifts and do you favors, that's fine, but you cannot be feeling like you owe this person something. If the gifts are so extravagant, if it's a narcissist, this person's going to cash in on that later in the relationship. And finally, make sure their actions line up with their words. Tips uh -huh. to never fall for a love yeah. bomb again. A lot of us when we come tips. out of a toxic, narcissistically abusive relationship, we get scared to date other people. We don't want to fall for their tricks again. But the only beneficial thing that comes from a narcissist...
narcissistic relationship is the knowledge you have how to call out a narcissist without even being mean about it. The goal is to never confront a narcissist. That's what they want. You're falling into their trap. If you can go no contact, do that. If you co-parent, gray rock, don't give an emotional reaction. But there are some rare moments, keyword there is rare moments, that you have to call them out. And when that happens, you're going to do it in a way that lets them know you see what they're doing and you just really don't care. A narcissist wants you to react, get emotionally involved, scream, yell, Cry. get angry, get upset by what they're Feelings doing. Hurt. That's the only time <laughs> they truly feel seen. So if you want to make yeah, them feel small, you have anyway. to make them feel unseen by showing them that you don't care. And even if you internally care, you're outwardly presenting to them like you don't. So for instance, if you're at a dinner party and they're purposely fighting with you and causing drama, completely ignore their accusations and just say to them, I can see you're trying to ruin this party for me. I'm having a good time with your friends. You are free to leave if that's what you need to do. And then pray that they actually leave so that you can go on and continue enjoying the party and have a fun night. But if they continue to harass you, belittle you, call you names, send you mean texts, dog whistle you, say horrible things, you just repeat that same gray rock response in various different terms. I can see that you're trying to ruin my night with your comments and it's not going to happen. I'm having a great time with my friends and you're not going to ruin my night. You seem to be getting very worked up. Perhaps you should step outside yeah. so you can compose yourself. What you are saying to their face is I see you throwing a temper tantrum. You want my reaction and you're not gonna get it. So you should either leave me alone or leave the party altogether. When you tell the narcissist, I will not engage, you are putting up a firm boundary that you need to stick to, meaning you do not engage no matter what they say or do. You don't give in to emotional terrorism from this day forward. Yeah, you don't give terrorism. in to a grown yeah, human exactly. being having a temper tantrum. If they want to start causing a tantrum and other people at the party notice what they're doing and see you being perfectly calm, they're going to recognize that this person's trying to harass you. And next time, go to the party without them. How to call out a narcissist without even being mean about it. The goal is to never confront a narcissist. That's what they want. You're falling into their trap. If you can go no contact, do that. If you co-parent, gray rock, don't give an emotional reaction. But there are some rare moments. Keyword there is rare moments that you have to call them out. And when that happens, you're gonna do it in a way that lets them know you see what they're doing and you just really don't care. A narcissist wants you to get react, get emotionally involved, scream, yell. Three steps to make sure the narcissist Gosh. doesn't ruin your day yet again. Having to interact with a narcissist is absolutely exhausting and it can shrivel your spirit. But 
you can take control back over your day so that they're not constantly ruining it. Number one, just expecting it to happen gives you a lot of power. If you're with a narcissist, they're going to try to ruin your birthday or Christmas or just ruin your day because they want to. So knowing this is coming, you need to unapologetically try to acknowledge them as little as humanly possible. Ignore that text. Don't pick up that phone call. If they tell you, I'm not going to your birthday dinner because I'm mad at you, just say, okay. Don't change your plans around them. Don't, Don't try to tell grace. them how they're making you feel. Try to use only one word or one sentence at the most. Next, make a okay, quick great. perspective change in your head. Instead of feeling like you're losing out because you're not talking to the narcissist or they're giving you the silent treatment, think of it as a mini vacation from the toxicity that they spew at you nonstop. Oh, they don't want to come to your birthday dinner? Great, you'll have more fun. They won't be trying to make the birthday dinner all about them or control you. You'll have the freedom to invite whoever you want. Celebrate those times that the narcissist isn't interacting with you. And if you feel devastated by this, fake it until you make it. Keep telling yourself it's going to be better without them. It's going to be better without them. This is a brighter, better day because I don't have to interact with this person. Next, call somebody who really loves you and cares about you. Talk to your mom or your best friend or your siblings or your grandma. She would love to hear from you. Or do something that you really love to do. Finish that painting. Go on a long walk. Go to the beach. Plan that dream vacation. Get that small business started. Play that musical instrument you haven't played in a while. We are replacing the dopamine that the narcissist is trying to snatch from us on our own, which will show our brains over time that we don't need the narcissist to feel good. Everything that you were excited to do with the narcissist is something that you could do on your own or do with someone else. You don't need this person who's punishing you every holiday because it's not about them. There is absolutely nothing wrong with giving yourself some space from the narcissist and doing the things that you love in the meantime. And then when you've done this enough, you won't even need them anymore and you'll be more likely to get out and go no contact. Three steps to make sure the narcissist doesn't ruin your day. Great. Excellent contact. I talk content, but I've already heard it. Let's see here. Don't be a jerk. That's. Did I see them all? Here's a communication tactic to get narcissists. The number one reason you are probably staying in a narcissistic relationship at this point is because you're confused. You're thinking. Has this person really been manipulating me since day one? You're researching videos like you're seeing now and asking yourself, is this person a narcissist? I just need to know. I need to stay in it until I have the facts. And I'm here to tell you, stop making excuses to stay with a toxic person. It does not matter if this person could be considered a clinically diagnosed narcissist or if they just have narcissistic tendencies. The point is this relationship has degraded into something so unhealthy 
that you are literally getting brain fog, you're losing sleep, you're getting physical symptoms as a result of the stress. All the relationships in your life are meant to enhance your life. They should not be this hard. They should not be this confusing. When you're with a healthy person, you know where you stand with them because you have direct and open communication. The type of communication you cannot have are not allowed to have when you're with a narcissist. The answers that you seek, you're not going to find them from the narcissist. They will never give you the courtesy of answering you truthfully without some kind of ulterior motive or manipulation behind it. Instead, you give that clarity to yourself. You give that closure to yourself by telling yourself, whatever this is, this is not healthy. This is not something that I should be stressing about. This relationship has gotten to a place where things cannot be unsaid. And I have to exit in order to find the healthy, happy life that I deserve. Retain and if you're sanity. wondering if you're the narcissist and you're the one that blew things up, look at a few different factors. Have you had healthy relationships in the past? Do you enjoy hurting others for sport? Do you say things to your current partner that you know will cause them pain just because you want to see their reaction and cause drama? Or is it possible that you've been experiencing reactive abuse and are just trying to survive a situation that is impossible? The narcissist has been gaslighting you into thinking that you're the problem and you're the bad one because you're less likely to leave them or you're more likely to be so confused that you take them back. This is not confusing. This is very straightforward. This person is treating you like garbage. This person has been psychologically, verbally, or otherwise abusive towards you. And this person does not hold your best interest in their mind when they get mad. Therefore, you have to unapologetically exit. The number one reason you are probably staying in a narcissistic relationship at this point is because you're confused. Exit. You're thinking, has this person really been manipulating me since day one? You're researching videos like you're seeing. If you get into a relationship with a narcissist who has cheated, they are going to cheat on you. It's just a matter of when. Narcissists do not change. And if they look remorseful about cheating on an ex, it is an act that they're putting on for you because they don't regret it and they're not remorseful about it. They don't have the level of empathy to be able to put themselves in the shoes of the person that was cheated on. And they do not learn from this either. So sooner or later, they will find some kind of excuse of why they have to cheat on you too because of something that you're doing. Or even something that you're not doing. Like if you're not giving them enough attention and they feel that way, they might not even convey that to you they'll just go out and get the attention from somebody else these people do not have the integrity to stay loyal if they've cheated before not all narcissists are cheaters but a big majority of them are because the reason not to cheat is because you care about the person that you're with and you wouldn't be able to live with the guilt narcissists don't care about who they're with and they really don't have a lot of guilt they may act like they have guilt, but really they're just upset that they got caught. 
If a narcissist thinks they can get away with it, they will probably do it. That's why some of them are really successful in business because they're willing to do anything to serve themselves. And a narcissist will give you a warning right off the bat if they are cheaters. They'll tell you about it. And then they'll victimize themselves. They'll say, well, I had to because...